Over the last three years on this podcast, guests on so many episodes have reminded me that when the trials of life weigh us down, meditating on our great salvation helps restore our joy. This is always a great reminder, and it's also the theme of a conference coming up June 16 to 18 in Indianapolis. Remember Your Joy is the theme of the Gospel Coalition's 2022 Women's Conference, and speakers like Jackie Hill Perry, Jen Wilkin, and John Piper will help you consider how seven Old Testament stories point to our greater salvation in Christ and lead us to greater joy. Learn more about the conference and register soon at tgc.org slash tgcw22. And be sure to use the code in the word 20, that's in the word and then the numbers two zero, to get a discount on your tickets. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm excited to have back on the podcast my sister, April Peters. April is a first grade teacher at Gilbert Christian School near Phoenix, Arizona. She has been a school teacher for 12 years, teaching ages ranging all the way from preschool up to college. She's also been a Bible teacher in various local churches and mission fields over the last 25 years. In addition, April's married to her husband, Drew, and she's the mom of four very busy children, ages 7, 8, 10, and 12. And I'm just so happy to have you back on the podcast. April, welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be back again. I just am looking forward to our conversation today about God's Word. So what verse do you have for us? Awesome. Well, we're back in the Psalms again. I shared last time how much the Psalms mean to me. And I'm going to be sharing from Psalm 91 this time in verse 15 at the end of the Psalm. It says, when he calls to me, and this is God talking, when he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. All right, so let's zero in on this particular verse. What is the Lord saying here? Can you put that in your own words? He's saying that if we're going to call out to him, if we're going to pray to him, share our burdens, our troubles with him, that he's going to be with us. He's going to answer us. He promises that he will answer our prayers and that he will be with us in trouble, in hardships. He will rescue us. He loves us and he wants to help us, Hmm. which is just amazing. Yeah. So April, what's the story here with this verse in you? Well, as I shared last time on the podcast, the Lord has been doing some big things in our family with prayer. And actually, as a side note, just yesterday, my boys were outside on the trampoline and they said, mom, we heard some sirens coming by and we just decided to stop, drop and pray right there on the trampoline (laughs) for those first responders and anybody involved in that emergency. And I just love that. I just feel like God is doing a work in my kid's heart about prayer. And I love that during our family prayer times, our kids are learning that they can lay their burdens before the Lord and they can look to him and he promises he will answer. And we've talked a lot about sometimes he answers yes and we rejoice and we're excited when he does that. And then sometimes he answers no. Hmm. And that that's hard, but we know that he's a faithful God and he's answering prayer. He's, he's keeping his promise. 
So recently, a couple months ago, there was a man from our church who got sick and was in the hospital for several weeks. And our family was praying for him. And my children in particular, they knew him from church. And they were very connected to him and wanting to see him feel better. And, mm. and they were praying for him fervently at night in our family Bible times. If my husband Drew and I forgot, they were quick to remind us, don't forget to pray for him. When, when they would go to school, they would tell their teachers and their friends, pray for him, pray for him. And uh, we even joined the prayer team at the hospital and we prayed for him. And the kids really just poured their hearts out to the Lord in expectant hope that he would answer because we know from this verse and from many places in the Bible that God is faithful to answer prayer. So these children of mine were praying with an expectant hope as, as were many others. Hmm. And God answered no. And he took this friend of ours home to heaven. And it was a hard no for our family hmm. and for many others, but it was such a difficult, but sweet time to disciple our children and to teach them hmm. that God is good and God is faithful and he is sovereign and he loves us even in the answers of no. April, thank you for sharing a very difficult story in your family and your church's family. What kinds of things did you find your kids struggling with at that time? What kinds of truths did they need to hear about the Lord to talk them through? Like, how do we handle it when we pray and the answer seems to clearly come through? No. How do we walk through that? It was, to be honest, it was a very difficult and emotional time. And some of my children handled it. Well, they all handled it so differently as children always do. Hmm. Uh, some of them were very emotional and heartbroken and some of them were questioning and a bit more stoic. But as we, my husband and I talked with them and discipled them, we took the time to turn this difficult situation and focus on God. What do we know to be true about God in this? And we asked that question to our kids because we, Drew and I know, but we want them to know. We want them to learn more about God through a difficult circumstance like this. And they told us truths that they know, even though they may be hard to see in a situation like that. They know that God loves us and God loves this family. We know that God is faithful. He doesn't make mistakes. This wasn't an oops. He's sovereign in all of it. And one of my favorite illustrations in explaining something like this to children, whether it be my own children or children at church or at school, is to, you've probably heard the illustration before, but God's working is like a tapestry. And for those of you who have no idea, tap, tap what? Um, have your parents Google it. Or uh, a tapestry, <laughs> if you can think of, imagine like a master painting or drawing but it's made of thread, like needles and thread. And so someone's creating like this master artwork with sewing. So if you can imagine this beautiful picture that someone has sewn, you again, you may want to Google it and get some ideas of what it looks like. The front side of it is beautiful and, and just uh, incredible that they could create something like this with thread and needle. But the amazing thing is if you look on the underside of this tapestry, this work of art, it would look like, I did it like a child did it. Like anybody who is not skilled tried to make this. The threads are tangled and the colors are all mixed up and it looks like nothing. Not very mm -hmm. unlike the beautiful tapestry on the other side. And uh, the famous missionary Corey Ten Boom, Holocaust survivor, she used to share a poem called The Master Weaver's Plan. 
And just a small part of it says, oft times he weaveth sorrow, and I in foolish pride forget he sees the upper and I the underside. Hmm. And I love that because I feel like that exactly explains how when we are in a trial, we only see the underside. We see all the threads and the knots and the colors mixed, but we can't see the beautiful tapestry that God is making in his sovereignty. Hmm. And that's what we talked about to our children, that to us, it, it looks like maybe a mistake. It looks messy and hard and we struggle with this answer to no to our prayers, hmm. but God sees what he's doing, his sovereign plan, when he looks at, at that top side of the tapestry, if you will. That's great. April, I'm going to read this verse again. This is Psalm 91:15. The Lord is communicating to us that he hears our prayers. And yes, he rescues, but also sometimes he doesn't take away the trouble. He's just with us yes. in the trouble that uh, we're in. Yes. So I love the balance in this verse. It's kind of both yes and no, right? Mm, that's good. Psalm 91:15. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him honor. So April, thank you for sharing this verse, for sharing your story about your family and the way you are discipling your children through both the yeses in the previous episode and then the noes that God sends as well. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time where we can pause and we can focus on your word and get our minds stayed on you before we begin our day or whenever this podcast is listened to. Lord, you are so good and so kind in the yeses and the no. We know that you are always with us. And Lord, we just ask that you would give us the faith to trust in you during those troubles, during those hard times, that we would know that you are sovereign and that you're working a great work even when we can't see it. Lord, we love you, we rest, and we trust in you. In your name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.